Hey, we're going to check out a 77-mile footpath here in the Carolinas. Many people call this a secret, but it's a secret no longer. Backpacker Magazine called it one of the top trails in the United States. It is the 77-mile Foothills Trail. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. Your host, this guy right here, Bill Barty. And Wes Lawson over here. Bill, this trail runs through upstate South Carolina and then kind of winds its way into for what we would consider western North Carolina, but not far western, and is just about perfect. It is just about perfect, and it's a... a a perfect time of year for us to talk. Uh, the executive director of the Foothills Trail Conservancy is a longtime contributor to the Carolina Outdoors. He's been talking about this trail maybe as long as it's been a trail, and that's 48 years. We're going to welcome him to the Carolina Outdoors right now. Hayward Douglas, welcome. Thank you, Bill and Wes. It's always good to hear your voice, always good to have you on, but you have a different perspective each time that we have talked to you over the course of, Hayward, are you sitting down? Probably about 25 years that you have been contributing to this program to let Carolinians and beyond know about this treat that we have over there. How long have you been working with the Foothills Trail? Well, basically, I was I've been on the board, and I guess I was doing a little bit of volunteer work before that since 1989. So, whatever that comes out to 30, about 33 years. Oh, long in there, yeah, long enough to get to know it pretty well. I didn't know there was going to be math involved That's either. What I was, I was thinking, wow, <laughs> that, that may have taken more strength than I've got left. <laughs> and we should let all of our listeners know that as we are are taping the Carolina Outdoors, Hayward, we pulled you out of a trail maintenance uh, uh, group to come on to do this interview. Can you talk to us about that portion of what the Conservancy does for the Foothills Trail? Well, um, I would say if we have a reputation, uh, you voice the fact that it's a great trail, but uh, one of the reasons that, it, that that it's thought of as being great is we maintain the heck out of it. Um, that, that's our mantra is, is maintenance. And uh, what we're attempting to do on this particular occasion is to make way on about two miles plus of trail, clearing it out um, wider than normal so we can get some four-wheelers uh, up carrying parts of a bridge to be installed sometime in the fairly near future, an 18-foot uh, fiberglass bridge, which will be a, well, I guess I was about to say the first, but they've rebuilt the Toxaway Bridge, and it's mostly fiberglass now, and it's 225 feet long, so. It's That's a, what today's effort was about. It sounds like a big job, and that kind of piggybacks us or, or allows us to talk about the uh, private, public, and volunteer partnership that makes up the Foothills Trail. And, Hayward, I, I guess the way it operates is, of course, there's a relationship at birth with Duke Power or the Duke Energy uh, Company, then the National Forest System is also involved, uh, especially Nanahala, I guess. And then, of course, the, the Conservancy, Foothills Trail Conservancy, and volunteers are along the way. And I think both states, because there's multiple state parks involved in South Carolina and maybe even one in North Carolina. Well, it, oh, certainly, yeah. One of the highlight parks of the entire state of North Carolina is traversed by the Foothills Trail, and that's Gorgeous State Park, which has been a 
tremendous uh, partnership for the years that the park has been there, which, of course, is not even half as long as the as the uh, trail itself. And, and, of course, Gorge's State Park is one of, uh, well, came online in the North Carolina system, I don't know, Hayward, about 15 years ago or so. So it is one of the newer state parks with uh, with great amenities there. But talk right. to us a little bit about the trail itself, because through volunteers, through these partnerships, you're in there working on a fiberglass, putting in a fiberglass bridge. Tell us about those relationships and what it takes, the symbiotic relationships between all of those groups to make uh, this trail so wonderfully groomed and so um, wonderful a, a place to go visit or hike. Well, um, we, over the years, and I want to say in the 30 years that I've been part of it, um, I think just every year, maybe every several years, we just seem to get a little bit more organized than we were the couple, two, three, four years before that. And now we've got a, a really super-duper maintenance system where uh, we've got a, a dedicated uh, email address, and that uh maintenance coordinator as he's called that's a volunteer member um, if he wants a group to go out and work on a particular project on a particular date he sends out an email to the list of people who have raised their hands and given their email address and said you may contact me when you have something to do and he sends that out with a request that if they can help to please respond back and so that has worked wonderfully and they once they respond back and he counts how many he's toted up then he can he can um, figure out what he can get done with those 5 10 15 20 we've had 25 and 35 and 40 volunteer groups in recent months i mean this uh, outstanding um, participation wow do you, you you can get a as they say you can get a mess of work done when you have that many people out there jumping in. I bet everybody wants to drive the four-wheeler, though. <laughs> you got to get checked out on those. And right now we only have two qualified drivers. So. Yeah, so I think, a, a, Hayward, I think a lot of people assume that trails don't really need maintenance, mm. that trails just sort of exist and they're supposed to be there and somewhat rocky and full of these fun obstacles to twist yeah. our ankles and things. But what really goes into maintenance? Because we know that none of that really is true. On the average sort of maintenance run, what are you looking at? And how do you maintain that 77 miles of beautiful trail? Well, we also have a website. And mm. on that website is a, uh, a heading up there, a category that a hiker can go to. And, it's, and it says maintenance problems or um, you know, it's a problem with a, a maintenance problems. And if you do that, you can send, that's a dedicated email, and it goes to that maintenance coordinator. And if you're a nice enough hiker to send in a report, that goes to him, and he immediately starts trying to, hopefully the person sent in enough information. But we have, you know, I mean, if you think about it, we're not overly worried about snow around here. That's not one of our major sure. problems. The most powerful uh, natural happening around here is thunderstorms. Mm -hmm. Okay, when the wind blows, and you know, you can get 60 and 70 mile an hour winds out of a thunderstorm easily when you've got a downburst or something. And um, they're, the trail is sort of like uh, tree magnets. <laughs> they, 
they, uh, you know, a thunderstorm comes through and, and the trees decide that the trail is a good thing to fall across. And we're dealing with that. Um, that's <laughs> the most common maintenance item right there is trying to go out. And especially if people send in a picture is truly worth more than a thousand words because it shows us the size of the tree. And if you put a hiking stick or a backpack next to it, uh, you can uh, figure out the diameter. It, is it above the ground? Is it lying on the ground? Is it leaning across the trail? All of those different things uh, go into deciding who and how many need to go in there to, and which saw you need to take. Um, so um, that's a major thing. Now we have uh, occasionally we get uh, places washed out, and there we gradually uh, improve uh, step situations. Sometimes you just go in and rip out some that have been in there 40-something years. They've been there that long and they need replacing. So that's always a kind of an ongoing item as well is, is replacement of things. And you just mentioned a while ago the, the 50th anniversary for the Foothills Trail is indeed coming up in two years. And, of course, we'd like to have everything as spiffy as we can get it. But some of the, the bridges are, are getting a lot of gray uh, mm -hmm. on them. And um, so those are becoming more frequently in need of replacement. Some of them you can repair, but a lot of them, when you get to a certain point, you don't have a choice. You just got to go in there with the crowbar and um, take it out and hopefully build one back in that's just as good, if not better. And I might add along there, Duke Energy, Duke Power back then, uh, built a tremendous number of highly engineered bridges. And they have, um, every now and again, have had to replace some of those, including the huge project to replace the 225-foot Toxaway Bridge. And a lot of the smaller bridges that were on National Forest property, um, we have had a great relationship with the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts to come in and say an 18-foot bridge is a great eagle project or a um, gold award for the Girl Scouts. Uh, they've built bridges, they've built benches, they've done uh, all sorts of camp uh, refurbishment. Uh, they are great to work with, and that's obviously uh, the type of thing that they're looking for all the time, is a good, solid, uh, you know, weekend or two weekend project that they can tackle and, and do the criteria that the Eagle Scout or Golden uh, gold award uh, girl scout needs to accomplish so, so a 77 a 77 mile trail gives us a lot of opportunities for if we wanted to go start to finish all at once five six seven day hike depending on our 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 clip there right but you've got what five or six trail heads for the day hiker or the weekend hiker and we're kind of in weekend hike season right now it seems right, like at yeah. jesse brown's where are some of those easy trailheads for folks to access? Well, um, of course, there's a trailhead at, at either end, one at Table Rock um, and then the other one at Oconee State Park. And I don't think there's anybody out there that's hiked on the Foothills Trail that won't tell you that the easier hike and the easier start is to come out of Oconee up above Walhalla. That is, I won't say it's level, but it is uh, for the most part level for almost the first 10 miles. And then you end up down at the Chattooga River. 
Now, if you want to cut that uh, even into half, you can go further up past Oconee State Park, and the trail crosses a South Carolina highway, 107, which ends up, by the way, in Cashers. It's the same highway number. Mm -hmm. South Carolina 107 turns into North Carolina 107. And you can park there, and you got about five miles that you can go down the trail and get to the Chattooga River, which is a hit with lots and lots of people. And there's two waterfalls uh, on the way down there. So that's a great uh, family hike right there. Whenever we're doing work down there, uh, we've, we've even had family reunions. They say, yeah, we've been coming to this section right here for the last 15 years. So it's a popular portion of the trail right in there. Um, another one uh, that I recommend to a lot of people because it's the high point of South Carolina is Sassafras Mountain. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, options there. If you don't want to hike uphill, you can leave a car at one of the crossing points a, uh, a couple of miles below, and then with another, it takes you two vehicles, take the other vehicle up to the top, and then hike totally downhill to the other spot. And, and that's just gorgeous, especially in the spring with the spring wildflowers. We have a dedicated hike uh, to do that, that very thing, because it's just rife with, with wildflowers down through this great cove hike many times a hike is uh, rewarded with a beautiful view and one of the toughest hikes that i have done is on the foothills trail but it's it was a well done trail but it is coming up out of uh, across the whitewater river and of course the foothills trail crosses many wonderful rivers uh, horse pasture river thompson and right. the whitewater but, boy, I was huffing and puffing getting to the top of the trail there after crossing the Whitewater River. But then the reward was a 400-plus-foot waterfall called right. Whitewater Falls. And that's another one that I recommend actually for families. But they, the smart people, Bill, do it the other way. <laughs> they, they go and he just called you stupid. foot waterfall first because you can walk up the paved pathway to the overlook <laughs> and then you can hike downhill to the river and cross over and you come out uh, at the bad creek parking lot and that um you can do with children <laughs> i mean that's about uh i mean you're not two-year-olds but uh you know uh, um, but even a five or six-year-old and then on up from there this is the um, public service portion of the carolina outdoors <laughs> too this is what we are here for these little yeah. uh, nuggets of information <laughs> to keep me from huffing and puffing. Right. But I'll agree with you that, uh, especially uh, when you've had some rain, recent rain, uh, there's nothing prettier than uh, than the Whitewater Falls uh, right there. I've got, uh, and I will tell you, one of the best photographers in Greenville, South Carolina, Bill Robertson, and I'll give him a plug. Um, he has donated um, some of his great photographs, and I actually had to bid on and pay money for one of his, but it's hanging on my bedroom wall. And it's it's Whitewater Falls in the fall time of the year, right where we are now, and you won't get a, a better bunch of color than you do right there. Hayward, as always, we run short on time here no. on the program, but I'm going to give the website that we can participate in this, Foothills Trail Conservancy, is foothillstrail.com. 
foothillstrail.org. Foothillstrail.org. We encourage all of our listeners to go out there. Plus, you have a very interactive Facebook page as well, so we can see the photographs and the opportunities for volunteers and what all is happening out there. Hayward, as always, thank you for joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors. All right, Bill, and I want to throw in one more thing. We we have just published the 50th anniversary, even though we're not quite there yet, uh, but that's what we're calling it, the brand-new trail guide and a brand-new map, and you can get those on the store on the website. Uh, happy 45th, heading for 50. Hayward, thank you much. All right, Bill. Enjoyed it as usual. Off he goes and off we go, Wes and Bill. But just for a moment, we're going to come back on the other side. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors.